0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score, brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, it is that time of the week that we look at the primetime performers now. I got to tell you, Kevin, I I, I I do know in advance because I have seen your player of the week. But man, could I debate you this week? There is a bunch, a bunch of outstanding performances. That means a lot of folks, a lot of young men could have um, been named the performer of the week.
1: But I'll let you
0: take all the credit.
1: That's exactly right, Randy. When you got 94 games uh, with the first week of conference start for most of the teams in the state, some teams have already played two and three, depending on the number of teams, Uh, you you were going to see some big performances. And if you listen to the Ortho Arkansas High School football scoreboard show on Friday night, uh, you you heard those outstanding performances. Coaches that were calling in, uh, Coach Beatty from Pocahontas, Coach Mark King from Magnolia. Uh, We just had them all over the state. So, We've got 38 this week, so we'll get right to it. Cam Williams from Gosnell, Listen to this. He had two picks, six for a touchdown. He had six receptions for 169 yards and three touchdowns. Five total touchdowns for the receiver slash safety from Gosnell. The Pirates won 48-14 over Highland. Braden Allen, who Randy will get to see Friday night uh, at our Sonic Blast. From Lone Oak, the quarterback had 222 yards, four touchdowns in the air. Amir Andrews from Hot Springs, 22 tackles on the night for that stout Trojan defense. They hung with Parkview for three quarters, couldn't put it away in the fourth. Heath Balance, the quarterback from Glen Rose, 122 yards, three touchdowns rushing. Dylan Braxton from Newport had 163 yards through the air, 121 on the ground, three total touchdowns on the night. Kel Busby. From Pulaski Academy, big win for the Bruins over rival Little Rock Christian, 406 yards of total offense, five touchdowns on the night. Jake Casey, the quarterback from Bentonville West, had 380 yards passing, two touchdowns on the night. Deshaun Chairs from Elkins, 205 yards on the ground for the senior running back. Justin Crutchmer from Lake Hamilton, Lake Hamilton went to the air on Friday night, which was totally different from what they usually do. But a good offensive coach will always say, take what the defense gives you. Justin, from his halfback position, had five catches for 200 yards, three touchdowns. B.J. Curry, the fullback from Magnolia, that potent flex bone offense, 12 carries, 194 yards, four touchdowns on the night. Tracy Daniels, first time on our primetime performers list, the running back from Russellville, 22 carries, 197 yards, two touchdowns on the night. Robert Dover from Mountain Home, 13 tackles and three sacks from his defensive end position. Ty Durham from Bentonville West, the baseball commit can do it on the gridiron as well. 12 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns on the night. Montario Elston, back-to-back great performances for the Parkview wide receiver. Six catches, 167 yards, two touchdowns in that Patriot win over Hot Springs. Josh Thicklin, the running back from Bentonville, Had 14 carries, 141 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Also added an 85-yard kickoff return for a touchdown as Bentonville looks to win that 7A West title this year. Noah Freeman, he's going to get to play a full game one of these nights. 16 carries, 189 yards, four touchdowns for the running back from Robinson. Dennis Gaines from East Poinsett County. Last week he had 13 carries for 326 yards. This week, 200 yards, three touchdowns. He's over 1,000 yards, and we're only on week five, guys. Dax Goff from Bentonville, big night for the Bearcats. as They defeated Hackett 76-54. Dax had five touchdowns, four rushing, and he had a passing touchdown as well. His backfield mate, Trace Hall, five rushing touchdowns on the night. Hunter Houston, quarterback from Greenwood, played three quarters, At 307 yards, passing, and five touchdowns on the night. Latonio Hughes, the wide receiver from Arkadelphia, three catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Also had a 91-yard kickoff return that spurred the Badgers to their win Friday night. Easton Hurley, the quarterback from Lake Hamilton. We talked about that potent air attack, eight of nine, 275 yards, six touchdowns on the night for the QB from Lake Hamilton. That I, I didn't calculate the passer rating on that, but it's got to be like 726. Huh. All right, Danny Johnson from Pine Bluff. Three sacks on the night for the Zebra defensive end as they shut out Mel. Kenny Jordan, Plask Academy, the running back. These are the kind of numbers you want to see from a dual threat running back. 17 carries, 180 yards, seven catches, 149 yards, two touchdowns on the night, 329 yards total offense. Drake Lindsey, quarterback from Fayetteville, 355 yards, four touchdowns through the air. Owen Miller, we talked about him Friday with Coach Evans from Hardy Academy, still efficient, 18 of 21, 271 yards, four touchdowns, 11 carries for 60 yards. His completion percentage is at 83% on the year. The state nice. record for the whole season, Hayden Smith from Greenwood, 2011 had 75% of his passes. Owen's well on his way to passing that. Kyler Hoover, the receiver we talked about also on Friday, had three touchdown catches of those four that Owen threw on Friday night. Isaac Love, the receiver from Hope, six catches, 140 yards, three touchdowns receiving. Tyler Patterson, the quarterback from Hope, 318 yards through the air, five touchdowns. Achilles Ringo, one of the top-rated passers in the state of Arkansas, 468 yards. Five touchdowns on the night from the Comet gunslinger. Sam Sanders, the quarterback from Little Rock Catholic, they're undefeated, 4-0 for the first time since 2018. 283 yards of total offense, four touchdowns on the night. Jabray Shaw, the do-everything-back from Mills, eight catches, 130 yards had a touchdown. He also had an interception from his cornerback position. Tyler Strickland from Searcy, the quarterback, 271 yards passing. 197 yards rushing, three total touchdowns. Martavius Thomas, the one they call primetime, the quarterback from Camden-Fairview, 229 yards through the air, 119 on the ground, six total touchdowns. Donovan Witten, quarterback from Philadelphia, 308 yards through the air, 54 on the ground, three total touchdowns. Aston Williams, one of the top linebackers in the state for Joe T. Robinson had 19 tackles on the night, two sacks. Eli Wisdom, he made it again, Randy. 251 yards passing, 104 yards rushing, four total touchdowns on the night. Landon Wright, the quarterback from Ozark. The hillbilly started out slow. They finished fast. Landon was 11 of 12 passing for 251 yards. He had three carries for 131 yards, five total touchdowns on the evening. But, Randy, our primetime performer of the week, our Wood Family Auto primetime performer of the week, is the quarterback linebacker from Pocahontas, the Redskins, QB1, Connor Baker. Get this, Randy, 278 yards on 40 carries, four touchdowns rushing. He had 118 yards passing, 10 tackles, and a sack on defense. Connor Baker played every snap of the game Friday night in the win over Rivercrest. And Coach Charles Beatty said he just amazes me every time he's out there. So Connor Baker. Connor Baker. From Pocahontas is our Wood Family Dealership Primetime Performer of the Week.
0: And he lined the field before the game. He and, did. Uh, and and, and served went, the pregame meal as well. Yeah, <laughs> and then he went to the bleachers and picked up any stray trash. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't said this already, uh, knowing you are a proud alumnus of Mills High School. Is the best-kept right. secret among quarterbacks? Now, I realize this is a 2024 Achilles Ringo, through five games, 5-0 and 0 record for the Comets, he is 84, speaking of accuracy, uh, Rick's probably already got his calculator, well he, he, need, he doesn't need a calculator,
1: 84
0: of 118, that's 71%, 1516 yards, that's 303 yards per game, and then 18 total touchdowns. Is this not one of the best-kept quarterback secrets right now, Kevin, in the state of Arkansas?
1: I think so, Randy. He's a dual threat, a, a true dual threat. He can do it with his feet. He's got some really good receivers. They'll they'll line Jabray Shaw up. He's a UCA commit. They'll line him up in the slot out wide in the backfield, and that you got to keep an eye on him. So he's got the weapons, and he's had touchdown passes called back this year. So those numbers – could be a little higher. Uh, they've been down in games. He's shown the propensity to lead his team back from. They were down against BB. They were down against Whitehall the other night, and drive at the end of the game, 18 seconds left, touchdown. Uh, the touchdown to Jabrashaw was a 71-yarder that that put him ahead for good Friday night. So uh, keep an eye on him. You know they moved up to five a Central. And them and Robinson are headed on the collision course two Pulaski County schools will likely play for the 5A Central Conference Crown here in a few weeks. Like it. All right, we've
0: got one more segment with Kevin. We will look ahead to the, yeah, the Arkansas Razorbacks, primetime performers. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, Kevin, this has to be one of the tougher things to do is handing out awards after a defeat. Very simple after a victory, but nevertheless the Razorback prime time performers for the game involving the Texas A and M Aggies.
1: You and I talked with Trey on Friday about if the the Razorbacks were going to win, it it had to be put on the shoulders of some of somebody and it had to be put on the shoulders of KJ Jefferson. He did most of his job on Friday, on Saturday, Saturday evening, you know, uh, looking at the numbers and what he did. I I know he made the mistake at the goal line. Uh, That's a football player trying to make a play for his team should have been done in that situation. Absolutely not. But that being said, he played well, he had over 100 yards rushing. He toted it 17 times. He was efficient in the pass game. Of course, he had the two passing touchdowns. So K.J. Jefferson on offense is our primetime performer. And then on defense, a young man that keeps coming on every week. You see his name start lighting up in the statistical columns, whether it be on a forced fumble, a sack, a tackle. Landon Jackson, the transfer portal from LSU, I really like his game. He's our defensive primetime performer of the week. Had the sack and the force fumble. Of course, we did not – or the Razorbacks did not recover that fumble. So, I think is just going to get better as the year goes along. He's one of those guys, he's 6'7", 250, 260, that just looks like a bad man on the football field. He fills out the uniform well. So, I think he. I think we're just scratching the surface on him. Special teams, I'm not given one this week. They, they weren't special this past week. So, and yeah, it happens. Kickers are going to miss. You, you put yourself in that situation. But that game's not on Cam Little. It should have never come down to Cam Little. Art Regerback should have put that game away long before it got to him. Uh, so, if you leave it up to chance, and, it, yeah, it's chance at the end of the game, especially 40, 45 yards. A lot of people I saw in the media, people have been around football for a long time, uh, I've never seen it hit off the top of an upright. Uh, I'd seen it no. one other time at War Memorial Stadium in a, in a high school football game, believe it or not. Elder, It was uh, North Pulaski and Little Rock Catholic back in 2002. Uh, My dad, who was at at North Pulaski at the time, Scooter Register was at Little Rock Catholic. They had it hit off the top of the upright, and it was on the the right upright too. So I was like, well, I'd seen it before, but it went through. It bounced through. That's the tough thing. So Arkansas has to recover. That's the biggest thing that they have to do right now. If this loss lags with them, it, they'll get beat really bad on Saturday. If they flush it, you know, correct the mistakes that they need to correct, healthy as they can be going into the fifth game of the year, they'll have a chance. The game's going to be at home, 2.30, CBS, game of the week. So there's going to be a lot of energy from it. The fans, of course, are giving their takes all week on Kendall Brow should be fired and all Get out of here with that stuff, you know. It's you're averaging 500 yards a game coming into this game against A&M. You should have averaged a lot more. Yeah, at sometimes are there plays that he calls, but as Coach Sam Pittman said, they worked in practice. And a lot of plays do work in practice. Having called offensive plays before, they look good in practice against the scout team, but when you get guys out there a little bit faster, a little bit better, sometimes they don't exactly work. They learn from that, and they move on. So it's not the coordinators. It's not the end of the world. As Rick said before the segment, If you were thinking the Hogs were going to win eight or nine games coming into this season, they still have the chance to do that. They still have the chance to win ten, believe it or not. I still think they'll win eight or nine, because that's what I picked before. I had them losing to A&M before the season. Could they have won it? Darn skippy they could have, but they lost. Let's move on to the next one and get ready for it, because this is the toughest stretch of the year, just like they had last year against Georgia. That started a long stretch, so... Uh, Pack up, get ready to go, because this is the SEC West. doesn't get any easier from here.
0: All right, Kevin. Something has got to give in this game, and that is the strength of Arkansas, run the football, pound the football. Alabama, on the other, other hand, has allowed 378 yards. However, They've taken 128 away. That is a net of 250, which translates into 62 yards per game. What gives?
1: Yeah, they compared the the defensive ends at Alabama to the dynamic duo from 1992 national title game, uh, Copeland and Curry. And Will Anderson is just as good. He'll be a top-five draft pick. So how do we or how do the Razorbacks, how do they contain, contain one and how do they take them out of the game? So I think you'll see misdirection. I think you'll see a lot of eye candy. When I say eye candy, you'll see shifts. You'll see motion. You'll see a lot of that stuff. At the end of the day, the Razorbacks have to run north and south. They're not going to be able to get to the edge, get around, or go east and west. They have to go north and south against them. So if they're going to do that, you're going to have to – KJ, for one, and Rocket Sanders, Dominic Johnson, A.J. Green, they're going to have to run between the tackles and establish that early. Off of that comes the play-action pass or the, the the QB draw pass, and you've seen that in the, in the past before, whether it be on a jump pass at the goal line or when KJ fakes the little draw that he's going to do and comes up and you know throws it deep. The weakness has to be the back four of Alabama. So stretching the game vertically, they did it last year. Traylon Burks had a huge game. We saw that. Uh, maybe we'll see that again. But they have to do a lot of things very well. I'm not saying they have to be perfect, but they have to run their keys. They have to run their tracks, especially the running backs, to you know, take away some of the, the strength of that defensive line
0: statistically this is the number two defense in the entire country allowing 201 yards of total offense per game let's see if we can squeeze in todd real quick todd good afternoon welcome to drive time sports yes sir thanks for taking my call i've got a question for
2: uh is it kevin
0: kevin yes sir yes sir okay
2: i'm sorry uh how did Mel get shut out whenever they have, like, two behemoths coming to Arkansas? Yeah, or
0: they're not still, or maybe they're not still yeah. at Maumelle.
1: Uh, but... Yeah. The, the, those behemoths are at Arkansas right now, and Nico Davier got some playing time Saturday. So, uh Coach Brian Maupin, new system, new year, new coach. Uh They're playing well. Weston Pierce got injured, their quarterback, the other night. Uh, just one of those games. Uh, sometimes the, the offensive okay. line, and defensive line, I mean, yeah, you, they usually don't score for you. So it's uh, one of those games, one of those things. And Tom Bluff is playing really well under first-year coach Michael Williams. Sometimes you just got to give the other team credit. Well, I've I, I just got a
2: comment for Randy. Um, yes, sir. Uh, I, I called in after the game, and – uh, I don't know what was going on with uh, Trey, but uh, he kind of gave me a short in the stick. And uh, I had a stroke last year, and I'm recovering. And I was a lawyer 15 years and in pharmaceutical sales 15 years. And uh, I, I just kind of took it as a slight because uh, sometimes – My words don't come out right. Maybe like right now, I don't know. I can't control it. But I'm in physical therapy and speech therapy, and I'm doing well. So I I just wanted to give that rebuttal. It kind of of hurt my
0: feelings. God bless you, sincere apology to you, Todd. Thank you. Well, thank you. You, Randy and Rick, y'all always.
2: On the surface,